0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Franchise Tech. I'm your host, Eric. And today I'm joined alongside my buddy, my friend, Devin. Devin, how you doing, man?
1: I'm good, bro. What's going on,
0: guys? <laughs> You've done this before in the summer with me when we were previewing and now we're heading into the playoffs like you know, time flies by, bro.
1: Yo, you're not lying. You're not lying. I can't wait for these playoffs. Best time of year.
0: And uh, so we're heading into wild card weekend. Um I haven't even I don't even know anyone's thoughts on this. I don't know your thoughts. We're kind of just going in um without even thinking about it. I don't think we've even discussed it up to this point yet, but we got the Bills and the Texans tomorrow. Uh, on Saturday at 4:35 p.m., followed by the Titans and the Patriots at 8:15 on prime time. Uh, give me your thoughts. Uh, what do you think of these these uh, two games right now? And then we'll get into the other two games a later. Um, what do you think? Let me know.
1: Oh uh, man. Okay. So for the Houston and Bills game, um, I'm not gonna lie. Kind of love um, the Bills going into Houston. Um, I mean, they're they're on a roll. I mean, the, McDermott has, has brought this team to to new lengths and and, and and strides. And I just can't wait for them to finally produce in the playoffs for once and actually go past the first round and actually play well. Because on the other side, Houston, um, with Bill O'Brien, I mean, he always gets his team to the playoffs, but they always end up being a disappointment. And uh, honestly, I'm going to see the same thing again, I feel, uh, tomorrow. So, you know, we'll see. But at the end of the day, I see the Bills winning this game.
0: You see, I don't really understand what the hype is with the Bills and the Texans because everyone's so hype over the Bills, but they've lost their last two games in the regular season. One against the, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt here because they were sitting out some starters, especially guys like Josh Allen and Devin Singletary and guys they're gonna need in the playoffs. But they lost to the Jets. I mean, but I'll give them the benefit there. Uh, but they did lose to the Patriots the week prior, and the Patriots have been on a little bit of a down, low, like you know, a downhill slope. And then the week prior, they won by a touchdown against the Steelers. But a Steelers team that's playing their third-string quarterback, and they were benching guy. They were benching Duck Hodges. They were putting in Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, I think, was hurt this game. and they, they didn't even know what to do, and it was still a close game. And then the week before that, obviously the Ravens are going to beat them, and then they beat they beat teams like the Cowboys who didn't even make, end up making the playoffs anyway. And you know. I could see the appeal, but I don't see why people are forgetting who exactly the Texans are. Like the Texans have been a little iffy all season, but they did win the division ten and six. And, you know, I do look at the past couple games that they've played and it's it's a little ugly, but I, I, I don't think I don't I don't think teams like the Titans are anything to mess around with either, because I think that could be a close game with the Patriots tomorrow as well. Um but, you know, they snuck, they snuck away against the Buccaneers, a Buccaneers team who has nothing to play for, and they have Jameis throwing touchdowns and interceptions back and forth. doesn't matter. And then they beat the Titans the week before that in a more competitive game. They did lose to the Broncos. That one is a huge question mark for me. I have no idea why. But then they beat a team like the Patriots. So I, I think they have a better – Resume in the past couple of weeks, and I think the Bills do. All my friends, I show them my parlay that I'm putting down this weekend. They're not a fan of me picking the Texans at home, but I just don't see how much of an appeal the Bills can be. What do you see in this team that's going to put them over the top tomorrow?
1: I just, I just think that you know Josh Allen's growing, and then also you know with Singletary and just the Darman as a coach itself. Like he, he has that locker room down pat. He has these guys really playing for him, and I just, I don't know. I just there's just that itch I'm getting that he that team this team has the the it factor to 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 beat the Texans. I just feel like the Texans are just a very unpredictable team. They you know. They, one week they play lights out, uh, Deshaun Watson throws, you know, three touchdowns, you know, plays really well, you know, everything's grooving. But then on the other side, they play a good game. And then it's like, what what is this team? Who, who are they? What's their identity? And nobody really even knows because they're so inconsistent. So until they show me more consistency in, in how they play... I just can't see them beating the Bills, even though that they are home.
0: I get that uh, for sure. I just feel like the Bills. I know they are they are home, like you said, like you mentioned before, which I definitely like in their favor here because they have more time to prepare and everything like that. But they also bring back J.J. Watt, who I th- who was supposed to be out for the year, so that just goes to show you how much of an, how how in shape he truly is. I think that that can help with the pass rush. They really haven't had that in a while. Listen, both offensive lines are a little iffy. A lot of turnovers on you know from both quarterbacks and both offenses. I still think Texans just have the slight edge over them. I don't know, and I feel like just them being home like is icing on the cake. I feel like if it was in Buffalo, I feel like by all means put uh, it's going to be Buffalo, but I think the Texans have a little bit more benefit than the Bills do.
1: Okay. I mean, I, I see I see where you're coming from. Um, I, I feel like at the end of the day, this game is definitely going to be close. Like if I ever had them put a wager on this game, I'd definitely take the under. If I'm not mistaken, the under is like forty. 40- over under 46 or yeah, forty six points. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a look points, right now. Like and the, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. I would definitely take the under in this game. I think that's a, a, a clear lock because I think this game is gonna be very close and very, very low scoring. Um, so, I think so. a lot of these games are gonna be low scoring. I think the, the, the two Saturday games are gonna be very low scoring. I think yeah, the, the, the spreads are be, aren't even that high for the Patriots, any of these games. Yeah, they're not. I, I feel like the the Titans and the Patriot game is even gonna be under. You gotta put, you gotta put into consideration. I, I know before we were talking about both games. I only talked about the one, but to the Patriots Titan game. Um, I feel like it's going to be very low scoring. I mean, as you know, the Titans, especially with the Patriots defense, and how, even you know, they've been a little iffy. I just feel like that they are going not to have a lot of points. Um, the Patriots defense, you all remember, it's Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick's going to throw all everything he has at this game because it's do or die. So,
0: yeah, I, I, told my, I told my friend all year, my co-host, uh, his name's Chris. He couldn't be on today, but I told him all year round, don't fall for this trap. As soon as the playoffs come around, these guys are gonna be so like into the game. They're going to know every like they're gonna pick apart everything that has to do with the Titans. And I understand they don't have that wor- that uh, week one bye. I mean, I'm sorry, the f- the uh, first round bye. I don't know why I said week one, um, but the first round bye. And I feel like that's gonna be a big factor into how maybe they could lose this game. But I, again, I. I I'm not going to fall for it, bro. And they are at home. That helps them too. But I don't know how much that's going to benefit them because they did just lose to the Miami Dolphins and they were playing most of their guys. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. Well, I, was I, reg- mean, I was originally going to pick the Titans, yeah. but I think the Patriots, I am not going to fall for it. I think it's it's going to do the safe bet and put money down on the Patriots.
1: Uh, you got you to gotta think of something. The media and everybody, they always try to go for the underdog. They always try to go to the opposite way. And that's how everybody bets that way. So... Everybody's saying, oh, watch out for the Titans. They can upset the Patriots, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, like I said, if you ever go against Bill Belichick, it's going to bite you in the butt. And yep. that's what's going to happen today for those people. that are going to be the Titan fans betting on this
0: game. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a little I'm bit of a, of, a, of a trap game. But back to the Bills-Texans, like you mentioned before, the Bills are plus 2.5 and, and the Texans um, are favored uh, minus 2.5. And, and the over-under is 43.5. Um, the Bills are plus 125 so it isn't the worst bet if you put that down but the Texans are minus 141 for being at home and you know probably get the slight edge I guess but um, yeah no, not too bad I feel like if you pick either team I feel like you have a solid chance but I think I, this it was hard for me today I kept looking at my phone I have the parlay set I just didn't know who to pick and I, I went with the Texans at the end of the day so.
1: We're we're in a little disagreement there, but I guess we'll find out tomorrow, right?
0: We're gonna have to find out. That's the, that's the playoffs. That's the beauty of it. You know, Vegas is smiling I know, I right know. now at these games because there's a lot of what ifs and who knows what's gonna happen. You know. Uh, so the Titans and Patriots. Yep. We spoke about it a little bit. I want to get a little more um involved um with this game a bit. So the lines right now, uh, the Titans are plus five and a, five, just five, plus five. Uh, the Patriots are the are the favorite team minus five the over under is 44 and a half the Titans are plus 190 money line and the Patriots are minus 220 money line Um, what do you think of this game who what are some x factors that maybe the Patriots can come out on top in this game I think the Titans are the better team especially with AJ Brown getting more involved in this offense and he's pretty much become their number one wide receiver over guys like Corey Davis who they drafted fourth overall a little while ago a couple years ago and you know, Derrick Henry, who's leading the league in rushing, and he's coming into this game. And you've seen what he's done in the playoffs, especially I think that one year it was the Chiefs and the Titans, and that's when they actually started to actually run Derrick Henry. And now they've kind of – Vrabel finally put it together and did what every coach couldn't do um, with the Titans was run Derrick Henry. And, you know, they're going to use him a lot in this game, um, but it's going to be um, tough, especially Ryan Tannehill, because he hasn't seen a playoff game in a while. But, you know, he's warmed up. I think he's ready to go. But, the you know, Tom Brady on the other side – He's been here before, and he knows exactly what to do, and maybe this could be fun for him. He doesn't have that first-round bye, and he's going to be playing right away, so that might even warm him up heading into you know the next couple rounds. What do you think of this game? Uh, just, just let me know what your thoughts on it.
1: Um, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, like I was telling you before, I'm going Patriots all the way. Uh, the only thing that really scares me about the Patriots is like you've seen in the past couple weeks that haven't been playing that well. As you could see, they could have had a first round bye with my, against Miami, and they blew that. They, they blew like, that so Patrick.
0: bad. I cannot believe that Absolutely. happened.
1: Dip and dash down the field, and boom, score a touchdown. I mean, and, and, and
0: win the game. So the Dolphins at, at the always day, get one. Dolphins get uh, always get one. Can you
1: really trust the Patriots? <laughs> Playoffs or a different game, different realm. So, yes, I can trust the Patriots. The only thing that's scaring me right now is that Brady, uh, if you saw the last game, he looks really inconsistent. his passing, you know, some of his passes. Usually he's on point. He's missed a couple passes. Um, he also has that elbow injury. He ch- he's trying to say it's nothing, but that's just the competitiveness in him. He's not going to admit, you know, he's hurt or whatever it may be, you know, up career. He's, you know, he's out of his prime, so he's trying to take everything he can and, you know, make the best of it. Um, and then on the other side, you got Ryan Tannehill, who's kind of revived his career. Uh, it's like unbelievable. I mean, uh, he, he, left the, he left Miami to come to, to, to Tennessee, and look at him now. He, he's playing way better than he's ever had. I mean, after nothing, he's always played pretty well before he gets hurt. So we'll see what happens. Um, but at the end of the day, like I said
0: before, it's, I think it's going to be a little, low, low scoring game. And at the end of the day, it's going to be the Patriots on top. They're in
1: Gillette Stadium. They they almost never lose there. You got Phil Belichick, one of the best coaches to ever play, I think, to ever coach. So, I'm hands down going
0: Patriots there. Another factor into this game is that the head coach is Mike Vrabel, who uh, used to actually play for the Patriots, and so he's aware of the system that they play with. And we've seen in the past, you know, guys like Matt Patricia who have beaten the Patriots in the regular season. Mike Vrabel's done the same thing. Uh, Who just did it recently? Brian Brian Flores in Week 17. So I feel like guys who have been in that Patriots system – somehow know exactly what makes Bill Belichick tick and what exactly what their weaknesses are and what they can do. That's a big factor going into this, and this is something that we haven't seen in a while since they always get that first-round buy. What can the Patriots do different to kind of evade that? You know, guys that actually know what Bill Belichick's moves are, what Tom Brady's, you know... Uh, first moves are and and what's what's what he keeps you know behind his back that you know could be exposed. What do you think they could do differently? Because they can run Sony Michelle. They could throw to Julian Edelman. They can do this and that. Their wide receivers aren't too good. Sanu's been awful this year. They've been throwing to guys that, like um, what's his name uh, Jacoby Myers, like the guys like that. And they they lose Josh yeah, yep, Gordon yep, and stuff like enough. that. So what can they do? Let me know.
1: Okay. Well, first things first. Um. There's always stuff up Belichick's sleeve. Even though you might think you have him down pat and that you have all everything you need to, to, to fight against his scheme or, or his game plan, Belichick always has stuff up his sleeve. So to try to say you know Rabel you know knows the knows the his schemes and all that and etc. It's it's hard to really uh, trust that because like I said before, Belichick he's he's such a he's smart smart you know, intellectual person that like, you never know what he's going to be, he's going to throw at you, you know, usually what he does with, with Brady most of the time, you know, dink and dunk passes, you know, screen passes to, you know, whether it's Rex Burkhead or, uh, or running it down the throat with Sony Michelle, or, you know, his main target, Jalen Edelman, you know, it's, it's, he, he's just too unpredictable to really even say, but, you know, it's the playoffs, anything, it's any given Sunday, you know, anything can happen at any time, Um, but, I mean, we'll see what happens.
0: For some reason, (laughs) I'm just expecting Tom Brady to throw, like, 45 times. I, I, I can just see it. They, listen, this defensive front for the Titans is actually pretty solid, but the same thing with the rest of their defense in the secondary, but I think they can take advantage of it with the way they dink and duck passes. I think they're just going to do that all night. It's just going to work, and it's just going to be one of those things on Twitter with Barry McConaughey going on there and saying, oh, Tom Brady, he's so good. He's throwing screen passes, and he's throwing checkdowns, this and that, but whatever works, and I think if that's what's going to work for him, then that's what it's going to be, and I feel like we could see a big game by Julian Edelman um, for one thing, and I think they're just going to reinvent their passing game. We're going to see a little bit more trick plays I think we're gonna they're gonna pull out that play um you know not, maybe a flea flicker maybe but something something with Julian Edelman where he gets he gets a he gets a throw down field somehow I feel like we're gonna see something hey,
1: like yeah, you gotta, yeah 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 I, I 100% agree you gotta remember Edelman was a QB in college so that man could swing the rock so I wouldn't be surprised if they do some trickery like that um yeah man I mean they are pretty hurt at, at, at the wide receiver position you know with losing obviously losing Josh Gordon trading him away and then, um and then, uh well, they didn't even trade it. What am I saying? They didn't trade him away. They they released them, you know, with all the whole yeah, he you know, had that I whole remember. injury.
0: I still, I, it still and, boggles my mind that they did that. But who knows? Because you know, this what's yeah. going on in Seattle right now. He did get suspended indefinitely. Maybe they saw that coming and they tried getting rid of him beforehand. I don't know. There's there's a bunch of conspiracies going on in in New England, so yeah. we don't know. All yeah, right, all yeah, uh, right. So let's jump into the last two wild card games that'll be on Sunday. Uh The first one will be the Vikings at the Saints um, at 1.05 p.m., um, which will be the first game. Um, is it safe to say the Saints have this unlock or do you say the Vikings still have a solid chance? Because, listen, this isn't prime time, so Kirk escapes once again. But I'm telling you, man, Thielen has been out all season. His last couple of games of the regular season, he's just been awful. Dalvin Cook comes back. That's a plus for them. Um, Stephon Diggs, even with Adam Thielen out, hasn't done much. Um, I, I just don't see Kirk Cousins, you know, doing a lot better than Drew Brees. I, I just, I just don't see it. And I, I'm gonna go. And before I get your thoughts on this, I want to tell you that the Vikings are plus eight underdogs, while the Saints are favored minus eight. The over/under is 49 and a half, which boggles my mind because I don't know if the Vikings are gonna be able to keep up with the Saints. But I don't know. This could be a Saints game where they put up at least 35 plus points, maybe. So I could, I could see it, I guess. But the Vikings are plus 325. Um underdogs and then the Saints are minus three eighty five. So it seems to me like Vegas thinks this is on lock as well. What, what are your thoughts on this game?
1: Uh I, I once I saw this game come down, once it, everything settled and you know the playoffs bracket came out. Um, this is a revenge game for the Saints. You, you remember you gotta remember like uh, was it two years ago, a year ago, was it last year? The game with the pass interference?
0: The pass interference was not, last I'm, year. It was the Saints and Rams, but this was the same. Oh, this, kind of, no, no, no. this is a Minnesota miracle uh, uh, rematch. Yeah,
1: that's what I meant to say. The, the the miracle where where the 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 secondary. I mean, the safety. You know, messed up. Yeah. Yeah. So they're out for blood. Um, I feel like Drew Brees, and uh, you know, obviously he's he's not a young guy anymore. You know, so he's this is this is his time to shine and, and to really show up and 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 show that Kirk Cousins ain't nothing because he really isn't, you know, this guy's the highest paid, one of the highest paid QBs for not really, what has he accomplished? What has Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins really accomplished to, to to get a huge contract like he did?
0: The thing with Kirk really Cousins nothing. is the Redskins were the right team to pay him and they just didn't. Like you couldn't, like if this, he was re-signed by the Redskins because they did franchise tag him a couple years and that's the way he really wanted out basically. They, everyone would have been like, oh, that makes sense because he's their guy and th- now they could just build around him. But they didn't, and now he goes to the Vikings who are a contending team and they, they're like, oh, he could put us over the top, over Case Keenum, and that's what really raised the question. It's like, what has this guy done? I thought it was a great signing. I thought he was going to go to the Jags that year when he did get signed. Um, but they only got him for three years, $84 million. So they're looking to win in the long haul, but I, I just don't see them winning over the Saints. Just, you know, the Vikings had a great year this year. That's n- that's nothing to the slouch about because they did lose to the – the Packers, you know, I think it was it was on Monday night, I think, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, it was. But, you know, that's a tough team as well. So it's kind of like they do play solid. You also gotta, it's going up against the Saints. That's tough. Know. That's tough. Yeah,
1: you also got to remember Kirk Cousins. What's his record on Monday Night Football again? It's like
0: <laughs> – it's really bad. I, I'm going to look it up.
1: Um, I think I think Green Bay made it 0-9. So he's 0-9 on Monday Night Football. Yeah, yeah. So, I, you I know.
0: think it's 0-9, yeah. You know, yeah, He's
1: he's – He's not. He doesn't have that. When when the light is all put on him, he doesn't show up. Not at and all. And right. even though they might not be on prime time, people are going to be watching this game, and a lot of people are going to be watching this game. So and in prime time mean, games he's, overall,
0: he's six and thirteen. That's horrendous. <laughs> but he, luckily, it's not. It's one o'clock. I don't know. Maybe he could put up a fight. Listen, I'm going to be watching that game as long
1: as millions and millions of Americans and people all over the world are going to be watching this game. So. People might not say it's a prime-time game. There's only four games on this weekend. People yeah. are going to be watching this game.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. And I'm
1: telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, Vikings are going to get beat up by the Saints.
0: You know Drew why Brees, they're going to get beat up by the Saints, though? No, it's not even just Drew Brees. they got a guy named Michael Thomas, who is absolutely insanely good, and he's just been on a roll all year long. I think he's going to have a field day because, listen, um, Rhodes is awful. He's absolutely trash. He, he Not for nothing. He had the the one of the greatest seasons ever, and then he comes into
1: this season and just turns into a total bum. Bum. What's it wonder? It's because like, he he got time?
0: paid. He did well the first year. He got paid. Then after that, he just turned into a bum. I'm telling you, it's when you get paid that happens. He had the, he had
1: he had the Josh Norman syndrome. Same thing with Josh Norman. Yeah, but Josh, Josh Norman, Norman actually left his team. I know, but even the same thing with Landon Collins. No, I'm just I talk, I'm not talking about leaving a team. I'm just talking about getting a contract and just being a bum.
0: I mean, yeah, that's true.
1: Like. Like like Landon Collins was on the Giants. He did really well. He left. Obviously, we didn't want to pay him, and and he ended up being the nobody. I didn't they hear did he his name one, one time this now.
0: year. I didn't hear his name once. I
1: and there must be a reason for that. I mean, I mean, even though your team might be horrible or in a rebuild mode, you should still show up. You know, you still pick. You pick that team. They give you a contract. You got to show up and play. Listen, but, Kamara has had
0: a down year, but I think he can still contribute into this game. Who I really think is going to be a contributor, other than Michael Thomas, is my guy, Taysom Hill. He's had a lot of touchdowns this year, more than a lot of...
1: You know, I love this guy. More than a lot of wide guy.
0: receivers this year, he's had a lot more touchdowns than them. And he, he, this dude can block punts, he can score touchdowns, he can play quarterback, it just doesn't make any sense. Dude's a cheat code. You know, you
1: know what's funny, though? You know how you said he was a wideout. Yeah. What is he? He's not really a wideout. He's, he's he? like a he's like the team's flex back. He's the wide flex. Wideout running back, QB. He literally, he literally is the definition of a flex.
0: Yeah. 100%. He, can he can do it all. Um, Hundred percent. He's definitely, he's definitely an impact. It the Saints uh, won't have a couple of their uh, cornerbacks in this game, though. Like Mackenzie Alexander and Mike Hughes. I mean. You know, I, I still don't think that's enough. Like, I I, I still think the Saints are just going to be so dominant that it's just not going to even be close. Like, I think this might even be similar to. Hold on, let me just double check here. They just beat the Panthers in Week 17, 42 to 10. And I mean, yes, the Panthers are awful, but I think this could be one of those games where they just have a significant lead, and we're going to see a little bit of Teddy Bridgewater or something. I just don't see. I mean, I, I, maybe I'm just forgetting who the Vikings are, but I feel like I've just seen more greatness in the Saints this year than I have the Vikings.
1: Well, yeah, and then else you got to think about it too. I mean, I was reading up on some stuff the other day. Is that um, the Vikings want to promote from within and, and get rid of Zimmer?
0: I think I think they may so want Stefanski kind of, to be their head coach. That might be the case. I don't know. Yeah, so I, that's 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 already that's already
1: pointing pointing to the negative already. I mean, what's wrong with Zimmer? I don't think, I find no. I think Zimmer is a great coach. It's just that I'm not gonna lie to you. I just think Kirk Cousins is is not. He doesn't have that it. He's not that guy you know he does he's not gonna he's not going to get these, this team over the top until he proves me otherwise he has he didn't do it with the Redskins when he had the opportunity he and he hasn't done it in Minnesota so I, I don't know. What I, th- I, what I think like is really three going three to be right. bad
0: about mm-hmm. this game is the fact that the Vikings are known as a run-first team now. Listen, Stefanski was basically—I think he was a running backs coach last year. I'm not mistaken, but they wanted him to be the offensive coordinator because Mike Zimmer likes to run the ball. He's a little bit old school, but they had John DiFilippo, who's absolutely trash. He's over there in in Jacksonville, being even more trash than he was with the Vikings. And they they have a guy like Leonard Fournette too. So if you can't succeed with a good running back, I don't know what to tell you. But they have a guy like Stefanski, an offensive coordinator, who's been running the ball, like who's who has been enjoying running the ball with Dalvin Cook all year um he has some depth too he has guys like um Boone and he has uh, Alexander Madison too so it's like he has a little bit of depth depth but um you know Dalvin Cook is going to be the guy of this game we haven't seen him in a little bit but you can't forget who he is either they're going to have to play with a significant lead if they want to keep running the ball because if they're going to have to throw with Kirk Cousins um he, he just doesn't seem to have that connection with his wide receivers like he did previously. Like Adam Thielen just got back, so maybe he'll be a factor. I don't know. I truthfully don't think so. I think that ha- the hammies are going to bother you. Uh, I think it's going to take him like like a, t- a lot of the offseason to get that back to get that back to the way it was cuz you could always yep. you get scared that you're going to re, you know, re-point basically. Yeah, and, uh, but, yeah. you know, Stephon Diggs, Stephon Diggs, I don't know if he'll be much of a, a factor in here. I don't know. I feel like, listen, the Saints don't have the best secondary in the league. It, it, it's just not that great, but I, I don't know. I don't, I just haven't seen Kirk Cousins have that connection with a wide receiver this year like a guy like Drew Brees and Michael Thomas do have together. And Michael Thomas is a great wide receiver, yes, but, you know, there's always that guy that a quarterback will go to, and I just don't, I, I, with, When it comes to Kirk Cousins, I I don't know if he's going to have enough in the tank to really put it together against a great team like the Saints are.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, you kind of like just pretty much reiterated kind of what I said. I mean, I just don't think Kirk Cousins elevates his team like like Drew Brees does, for example. Like Tom Brady does, for example. Like all these good QBs, all these good leaders for these teams that that have this it factor of of elevating players. Like, you know, I might go out of the realm of this sport, but like perfect example is like, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan might have been a prolific Hall of Fame, one of the best players to ever play, but he elevated his players. He elevated the team team, team around him. He made them better even if they didn't have that much talent. I yeah. think that's what Drew Brees does. Drew Brees elevates the team.
0: Yeah, you're not you know, wrong. They're gonna, and... the
1: Vikings. they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna put a I hate I hate to say this word and actually what am I saying? I hate to say it. I love it. They're, they're gonna wax wax the Vikings. And it's it's not gonna be a game. And, you know, it's just going to be a wash game for everybody. I not, I can agree with you. I think I can see Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater being in the game later, later in the second half.
0: Yeah, and again, the Saints are out for blood so that they don't forget. And, you know, Drew Brees is going to come out with that pregame speech that everyone gets hype about, and he's going to mention the Minnesota Miracle, and everyone's just going to get hype on that. So I think that's it's already oh, like man. Saints by 50 at that point.
1: <laughs> Yo, I, I'm telling you, man, it, it gives me tingles just thinking about, about what he's going to do when he when he holds a pregame speech. It just I like I, I can I can I'll get amped up for that if I heard it. Yeah. Like so I can just imagine what's gonna happen. So, so we'll see. Some,
0: uh, Saturday? Was it Saturday? It's on Sunday. First game oh, on I'm Sunday. Sunday. I'm, apologies. Yeah. So yep. final final game of the wild card weekend uh, is going to be Seahawks Eagles at 4:40. Very weird time, PM on Sunday. Um, right after the oh, Vikings Saints games. I love it, I love
1: it. I love it. <laughs> dude. I'm not gonna be up till not gonna be up till 11:30, 12 o'clock at night. I'm gonna be up till eight. That's great. I can watch my late night shows. Awesome. I love it.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, so this listen, the Seahawks just lost to the 49ers, but they did feet, beat the 49ers earlier in the season. The Seahawks are a way better team, even without Josh Gordon right now and whatever they have, you know, on their roster right now. They're still oh, a way, I, way better uh, team than I the Eagles are. I don't to
1: cut you off. I don't mean to cut you off. Let me just. I just want to say this real fast, real fast. The Seahawks should have won that game on uh, on, uh, on Sunday or was it Monday? Sunday. Son- it was Sunday night. Yeah. Right. It's prime time, time yeah. No,
0: 440.
1: Won game. No, pronto. It was it was a, oh, a 440. I'm sorry, the 440. They should have won that game. If you were, if, if you, I don't know if you were watching or not, but if you were watching that game, they were on the one yard line. They couldn't get in with Marshawn Lynch, and then they had to lay a game because Marshawn couldn't get back on. the That field cost run. them the game. They had that game in the back. That literally cost them the game. That five yards, cost them the game, and they they should have won. They beat themselves that game. They should have yeah. won that game, and they should have won the division, and they shouldn't be playing Philly right now. That's There's why I think they're going to be short of themselves this out. game
0: and then absolutely demolish the Eagles. I, I,
1: that's why I kind of disagree. I, I just I can't see Seattle just putting a, a, a butt whooping on a team. They haven't really done that all year. I mean, they may have done it once or twice, but it's just playoffs, and I just feel like Seattle always keeps games close when they when they're definitely better than the other, other team. They can Love put a, they can put up points than when they, they
0: want to, though. The Seahawks. They could absolutely. Oh, no, no, can't no, they doing definitely it. do. But the only problem is this year, honestly, to tell you the truth, is their defense
1: hasn't really been that consistent. It's not like how it used to be, you know, with, with, with uh, Sherman, Earl Thomas, and, and, and the, um, oh, my God, what's that? What's, what's, their, what's the legendary name that they had? Earl Thomas.
0: Legion of Boom. Richard
1: Sherman. Legion of Boom. They don't have that Legion of Boom like they used to. And they lost a lot of guys. You know, they lost Michael Bennett. They lost all these boys. Their defense is just not how it used to be.
0: I still think they're they can hold up though by getting. Uh, I mean, no, no, what's no. bad is they lost Michael Kendricks. That's that's gonna hurt them at linebacker. Yeah, yep, yep. And the other number remember too. Earl
1: Thomas is not. He's not. He's not a. He's not his prime anymore. He's, he's older now, so he's not what he used to be. So unfortunately,
0: Jadavian Clowney and Quandre Diggs on their defense, who are big, big pieces to that defense, are listed yeah. as questionable right now, as of two hours ago. And Zach Ertz, Zach Ertz is questionable. Lane Johnson is questionable. Miles Sanders is good to go um i don't know there's just too much risk here i think the seahawks are just ready to pound them like regardless of who's playing or not
1: i do i agree i mean the only thing is though is that uh doug peterson man that's he, he, he finds ways to get wins like with the giant i mean it's not saying much against the giants or whatever but getting into the playoffs i know our uh, i know the fc East was horrible horrific you know one of the worst Probably the worst yeah, the Eagles just snuck out, game. bro.
0: If the Cowboys just didn't... They just
1: snuck out with 9-7, and seven, but you gotta realize they had an excuse. I mean, I know there's never excuses or anything like that, but you gotta realize how many injuries they went through. They went through catastrophic injuries. of big players. You know, when it's going from Alshon Jeffrey, they lost, um, they lost Jordan Howard for a little bit. Even though Jordan Howard really hasn't been nothing. I mean, what has Jordan Howard really done? You got this guy, you got Boston Scott, who, who's who came out of nowhere and and elevated his game and, and he ended up being the guy in the backfield for the, for the Philly, you know. And then and then also right now, who, who's who is Ker- who is uh, Carson Wentz
0: throwing the ball to right now? Uh what's his name? Ward, Greg Ward, <laughs> this, this former is quarterback Greg exactly. Ward.
1: Who exactly? Like what? You're throwing to a former quarterback? Not even that. You're throwing to like Boston Scott. You're throwing to. What's that what dude's name? As- Asadi Whiteside?
0: Or Or Sega or um, Kego Whiteside? Us- or Or Sega Whiteside? You go to one of these guys you've never even heard him, and 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 they're
1: they're finding ways to win. They're just finding ways to get it done.
0: Dallas Goddard's kind of nice though. If Zach Ertz is like questionable, no, he not play. And not even
1: yeah, God, Goddard's really good. But I mean, not for nothing though. They really need Ertz to play because even if he's hurt, using as a as a decoy. Or he's got a broken rib, it's, bro. It's, it's, I,
0: I don't know. I mean, even being being in pads is mean, gonna be tough.
1: True, true. It's a it, good point, but it's, at the end of the day, I, I see Seattle definitely hundred percent winning this game. Um, Russell Wilson, like I said, like I said about Breeze and all the other great QBs. That, Bro, that, bringing that Lynch back something. was
0: probably the best thing they could do because he he looks like he hasn't I lost mean, a step.
1: They had no choice. They had no choice. Who else were they going to go to? <laughs>
0: they had no one, no depth they, at they, all. Zero. Literally,
1: literally, nobody. They lost. They lost three guys in the matter of a season. You want not Pro Sites, you lose Chris Carson and you lose Rashad Penny. That's just like
0: How could it get like, any worse? In most seasons
1: how could literally how can it get any worse? It was just a blessing in disguise that Marshall Lewis was one in somewhat good shape and that he was ready to go and and also just agreed to play again. Because I mean after he after he finished with Oakland it seemed like he was pretty much done. He was like, uh, "I'm done. I'm. I need to. go. Uh, I'm retired."
0: I'm surprised he, like, he would have went back to, to the, and, the Seahawks because they didn't run him at the one-yard line. He said that's what really tore down their team is when they lost trust in Pete Carroll and everyone wanted to leave.
1: Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I guess they say I guess they uh, reconciled their relationship and they're ready
0: for for a super bowl run. They can make a little bit I mean, of a run, but who far. who knows how far they can get? Really, honestly, with all these hard teams, uh, it can hard. Just thinking oh, of, man, of the all the, the first round buys that I'm seeing with the Niners, Ravens, Chiefs, Packers, it's it's tough. It's it, really tough. It's,
1: it's tough, but you got to remember any given symbol, you know, that's what the reason is for it. So you never really know. I, I see them passing Philly, but I, they're playing with what the playing the Niners next, right? And the Niners aren't a team to mess with because their defense and their offense is is powerful. Right. And I have, I, have, I could see them going to the Super Bowl. or So we'll see what happens. At the end of the day, uh, so we can stay on track, I see Seattle winning this game. I don't know if they're going to cruise and win, but they're definitely going to win this game. Since gonna, I rarely uh, have I, you I'm on, honestly,
0: what is your Super Bowl prediction?
1: My, I'm going – this might be a really popular, popular one, but i am seen Lamar Jackson and them boys. I just I don't know I mean, I haven't seen a guy like this since Vic, and I think he's better than Vic. Against who? I don't who just, are they he's beating? So prolific. Who? Uh, Baltimore.
0: Yeah, who's Baltimore uh, beating the in the beating? Super Bowl?
1: Oh man, I, I this this that is the hardest one because I I I love I love Breeze. and I love the Saints,
0: but the but Niners was, are dope. And too. I
1: also love but I also love the Niners too, but I just feel like maybe Jimmy G is not ready yet. No, or is he? I don't That's know. That's the only reason why know. I'm going with know. the Saints. I don't know if he's ready, but I mean, he has the capability of doing so. You know what I mean? I used to honestly really think that Garoppolo was kind of like a, a an Alex Smith or even like a Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but he showed me so much this year that he's really not that. He's better than that. There's still glimpses because of like, all right, he,
0: he's succeeding because this defense is solid. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, like it's but, not the but, same no, thing with but, Breeze. But, like, Breeze can carry point. his own.
1: He puts up points too. Like he puts up points. Remember that game against? Was it against the Saints or was it against Seattle? It was against the, the Saints. Game. I mean, they, that game.
0: game was like thirty, like 40, 40 or something like that. I don't even remember.
1: Yeah. Oh, and it was a, and it was the Seattle game too, wasn't it?
0: They put up a shit ton of points. Oh, I didn't mean the Carson. Sorry, you're a, a, a bunch a ton of points. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. But uh, I mean, he puts up points. It's not like he he he, he can't put up points on the scoreboard, you know. But at the end of the day. The 49ers defense is really good, but they also have given up a lot of points to good teams. And if you're really in an elite defense, you've got to hold these teams down to, to so amounts of points that you could potentially win a game. If you're giving up 30-plus points a game, you don't deserve to win.
0: So I don't know if he's coming so we'll back the, right yeah. away, but Quan Alexander was just activated after being injured earlier in the season? So I'm not sure oh, what the word yeah, is on he him. play
1: I don't know if he's, you think he's, is he eligible to play.
0: Yeah, I mean, he should be. I mean, the Texans brought JJ Watt back, be, right? and he got hurt like what week four? or five? Well, JJ Watt
1: know. also had to be. He had to be brought back by a certain date. If he didn't wasn't brought back by a certain date, he couldn't play, play. I'm gonna have weeks. to read
0: more into it. But I, I saw well, that there. He, yeah, that have Korn to read more into it. Too.
1: But
0: yeah. Um, so uh, honestly, I think it's gonna be. Ravens Saints and that's something I would really like to see because that's it's like it's pretty much old school versus new school in a sense because listen John Harbaugh he is considered more of an old school like you know coach because he did win a Super Bowl with a guy like Joe Flacco but now he's pretty much reinventing himself with Lamar Jackson and Sean Payne has pretty much played with Drew Brees all through his good years and the bad years and there mostly have been good years so I don't know I feel like that would be a better matchup than the Ravens and the Niners in my in my honest opinion.
1: No, no, no. I, I agree with that, too. I mean, I'm prefer preferably, I'm not going to lie to you, I, I'd rather see Breeze, because obviously there's not much, who knows how much Breeze we're going to get, Yeah. you know? He, he's still playing at a very, very, very high level, but, you know, at the end of the day, you never know when these guys are going to be going. You know, you never know. Even though he's playing at this high level, he might be like, alright, I want a two-ball,
0: let me just go. I
1: want to spend t- spend time with my family, yeah. you know, enjoy the rest of my life, you know? You yeah, never no. know. I mean, so, I mean, imagine you know, leaving
0: with a Super Bowl title at this point in his career. He's leading like NFL all time in quarterbacks and passing yards and passing touchdowns. He's number one in both <laughs> categories. It's absolutely ridiculous.
1: I know, I and mean, at the end of the day, like, what else do you have to accomplish? And he'd be going Today up against the guy
0: who's going to be so good in his prime, going into you know his later part of his career, who's not even going to come close to the amount of touchdowns that Drew Brees has. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be like a unique matchup yeah. if it's the Ravens. You know what I mean?
1: No, and and, and, and like I, you said before about the, the new school, old school. It'd be cool to see, you know, at the end of the day, them two going to the Super Bowl, and then also eventually Breeze beating him, and then after Breeze, say Breeze retires, and then and then they go back to Super Bowl again. It's like that cool story of like old, like like the, the professional old school guy will always end up being on top, but like he's kind of handing the reins off to Lamar Jackson, saying, hey man, it's your time to shine, your time to win a Super Bowl. Race. Yo, you know yeah, what's I, crazy? I if the cards the ever played right,
0: if the cards ever played right, it could have been Tom Brady. It could be. It still could. That's up in the air. But I don't think it will be. It could have. It could be Tom Brady versus Jimmy Garoppolo in the Super Bowl.
1: That'd be awesome, too. That'd be ridiculous. I mean, so many situations I would love to see. I would love to see Breeze and Brady. Yeah, that'd
0: Bowl. be fun. I wanted to see that last year. That'd be sick. I know, but when we got, you know. We ended up getting you know, an, you know, an, an awful, awful Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it's all the
1: with frickin' Jared Goff. Jared Goff. He's horrible.
0: <laughs> exactly. And oh he, he's with all those
1: target all the recourse. Tar- with all those guys he has to throw the ball to. And one of the best running backs in the league. I, I mean, I don't know what, what what's going through with Gurley. I don't know if he's hurt or whatever that case may be. Even though he started playing better at the end of the year. I mean, he has time to um, heal now. He's not know. in the
0: playoffs. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if Goff is going to be that guy for them. Let's see what happens. Um, so, who cares about them they're out of playoffs.
0: so one more time back to the Bills and Texans are you forgetting who Deshaun Watson is bro um, no I'm not forgetting I'm not forgetting
1: <laughs> I, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback I'm not saying he doesn't have that it factor I their, just, their I line is I, trash I, though I,
0: I, the Bills do have a good defense I get it
1: the Bills have a great defense and, and 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 they don't usually give up a lot of points either And yes but the thing to me is um, I was reading a stat I, could my, I wish I had my laptop on me but um, there was a stat saying that when Will Fuller plays, Deshaun Watson's, like, elevated the play is, like, oh, man, I forget what it was, man. Oh, it's going to bother me. But um, but I'm pretty sure Will Fuller's playing, right?
0: What was that?
1: Will Fuller? He's playing. He's playing tomorrow, right? Uh,
0: I guess. He's been questionable, like, all year long. He's, <laughs> to be I mean, honest. I mean,
1: that I man's hurt every day.
0: Like, every you
1: know, day. Like, he'll, play, he'll He'll be healthy one week, and the next week he'll be hurt with, like, a, you know, a uh, you know, a bruise on his arm or something, you know. Right. Something something's always going on with that guy. But uh but for not for nothing when he's on the field, he's a big X factor because, you know, he gives that deep threat and and he he extends the field and like leaves leaves other guys to be in you know, the open. So So, we'll see. so Fuller but, um,
0: is questionable with a groin right now for Saturday's playoff game against the Bills
1: oh, that's with limited practices.
0: That's Official confirmation of the whiteout status will arrive approximately 90 minutes prior to Saturday's afternoon uh, Kickoff.
1: Not for nothing. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what his groin is looking like, but <laughs> if I was him, I would do anything I can to play. Like I said before, like I, I mean, a groin is a little bit easier to possibly play with than a rib. But you with can rib, reaggravate could like that really bad. Even when, even when you, but but a rib though, you could possibly. It's like life threatening. A groin's not really life threatening, so you can maybe possibly get away with being a decoy. You know. You, uh, but, uh, like you're saying, you can reactivate it and it could be out for a much longer time. Yeah. But we'll see. But at the end of the day, I still see Buffalo winning, man. I, I don't know. I just. The show watching that. I uh, mean, Bill. Not even the song Not even the show watching, Just Bill O'Brien. But if you look at Bill O'Brien's track record, he it's, can
0: it's get bad. The yeah, the it's finals. bad. It
1: just doesn't go. He just doesn't get to that next level. You know? So, I. Uh, I don't know. I just I, they have the tools, they have the weapons, they have the team. The team is good enough to, to, to definitely beat the Bills. They're home, you know. If anybody knows football or anything, you know that home field advantage is a big, big factor.
0: Yeah, Bill O'Brien can't yeah, do that. I, I just, the I, I'd fire him right away. Yeah, I mean, just, I guess it's
1: time will tell, right? I trust me.
0: He's been on the hot yeah, seat for a little while coming. now, but the Texans just don't move on from him.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's a bad coach. I mean, I'm a couple of years. Remember when a couple of years back he had, that, he had that heart issue or whatever and he had to miss the whole year. And then um, what's-his-face came in for a year to coach for him.
0: Yeah. Oh my
1: God, what's the guy's name? Oh, my God. What's the guy that used to coach the Broncos? A legendary coach, though. Oh, man. I'm losing it here. Oh, God, what's his name? Fox. Fox.
0: Oh, John Fox. John yeah. Fox. John Fox.
1: John Fox. He he came in for like one year to coach the. I'm pretty sure he came in to coach for one year to coach the uh the um Texans when he was when uh I was out with a part issue whatever. But you really think you really think Houston's gonna win, huh?
0: You think it's gonna be? A, I believe a, a, a Dramatic it. fashion. Or I think with all these people telling me the Bills are gonna win, that's only gonna set up the te- the Texans too. And then I'm I'm not going to influence that on my parlay. There's no way.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go the opposite That's direction the biggest here. Thing. That's the biggest thing you need to do. Never put any of your biases in, though. Do you have any of your biases in that parlay?
0: <sighs> Not <laughs> really. I'm pretty confident. The Titans – t- t- I went back and forth Titans-Patriots. Trust me. I was like, yo, Derrick Henry, 200 yards, three touchdowns or something like that. I don't know. But I still think the Patriots are going to find a way. They're going to give up like a couple touchdowns, maybe you know, a lot of yardage to Derrick Henry. But – they're they're gonna do something in the passing game that's gonna turn this game around. Right. I had yeah. to think about that one. I mean, like I said,
1: bit. like like I said before, Belichick always finds a way. He figures it out. No matter how how uh, much of a a cheater he he's been accused of in the in the past, and he he obviously did before. He just yeah. I don't know. He finds ways to win. He just he's a winner, man. So that you was our preview have, of like the 30. oh
0: sorry <laughs> no, 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 you good, you good. Yeah, that was our preview of the NFL wild card round right now. Uh, w- one more thing I want I want to mention to you and it has nothing to do with the, with the playoffs right now. And I- I'm going to keep monitoring this as time goes on. I just don't want to talk about it and then someone gets hired tomorrow. But what do you think of these head coaching vacancies? People getting fired left and right. Jason Garrett, we're talking uh, uh, Freddie Kitchens, we're talking Pat Shermer. and then John Dorsey leaves as the GM for the Browns and it's it's all over the place, a big mess right now, and there's a bunch of interviews going around. Since we are Giants fans, who do you want to hire?
1: Ah, McCarthy. I
0: he just interviewed today. I I'm I'm leaning towards him now. I, I kind of want him to be the head coach. I, I, you gotta
1: listen, dude. We we if you look, see the trend, the last time we were good is when Coughlin was there, and Coughlin was a winner. He gave us two Super Bowls. We I mean we never were like. You ever look at the trend? Even when I was younger, we never were that team that win like you know, thirteen games or thirteen and three. We're always the guys that got in and just figured out to get the win and and just win. You know, both of the Super Bowls that we that I've seen in my lifetime, we were um, ten and six and nine and seven, if I'm not mistaken, in both those Super Bowl runs. So we just got in. Yeah. You know, we we didn't get in you know, gunslinging or whatever. We just got it done. We figured it out. So McCarthy, McCarthy has that check record, he has a Super Bowl ring. He coached one of the best cool QBs to ever play with Aaron Rodgers. He just has he's he's ready. He's been he has been out of the game for about what a year and a half now. He had been coached last year. He's ready to go. Obviously, he's he's on the on the block for all these teams, interviewing with all these teams because he's ready to coach again. And we need a proven commodity. I don't want I don't want rule. I don't want um any of these rookie coaches. I'm McDaniels? sorry. I don't want I don't even want I don't want rule, man. I know Rule was in our organization. I know he, he's pretty successful college coach, but for two I different know totally org- like for two different
0: it. schools. He was pretty solid. I know, but you gotta realize it, I
1: mean the only reason I would say I would take Rule maybe as my second option if we yeah. potentially lose McCaff uh, uh McCarthy. Where does McDaniels but rank in I that? Have, no, I don't want McDaniels, man. I I, I He's just too like I don't I mean what like we were talking about uh, a couple of days ago. He's just too he's too unpredictable, man. Like when he when he when i mean he yeah you're right. His record isn't when too he took good. We that top yeah. in Indianapolis and then yeah. and then he and then and he and he cut and he just dropped out. Like that's a very cowardly move. Make your decision. If you weren't really committed to doing it, you should have never done it. In the first place. Yeah, ever since because you Joshua said that, David, I'm like, never... I
0: think McCarthy would be the, the right guy, I think.
1: McCarthy's the guy. McCarthy's the guy, man. He's ready to coach. He's ready to go, and he's a smart dude. And, and like I said, like I said before, he's coached Aaron Rodgers, man. He knows so much about Aaron Rodgers, and he can take all that stuff he ever taught Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers taught him to, to, to teach uh, Daniel Jones to be – a winning Q B. What I'm scared QB, about is when he enough, did get enough.
0: fired, they didn't get a good defense until he got fired. And the Dines defense sucks. So
1: Well you gotta, you gotta remember two, McCarthy's he's an offensive coach, he's not a defensive coach. I guess so, but, but you right, need you though. need to fix
0: that defense. That's why Ron Rivera, I think, would have oh, probably no, would have no, been no, a solid know, pickup, but
1: uh it was too late. Well, he, 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 the Redskins
0: beat us to it. Yeah and they got I like him too
1: cuz it was a perfect it was a perfect match made in heaven man gentleman and him.
0: What I'm mad about is here. the Giants ended up hiring Betcher when Jack Del Rio was in talks to be the defensive coordinator. I was hyped for that because he pretty the Raiders got rid of him oh my, mainly and, and, because and, of John and, and, Gruden. That was it. They just wanted him and, over him. And
1: not even that, not even that. Del Rio is is, is probably going to go to the Redskins. He is on the Redskins. The he got
0: signed. They, they finalized it.
1: Oh, he did It's, it's official?
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, they beat it's us it, man. The,
1: Giants, the the problem with the Giants, man, is that they they're too conservative. They're they're just sitting back waiting. Yeah, they need to make moves. Yeah, they really do, man. and 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 enough for nothing. They they're kind of they're kind of turning into like that that Cowboys kind of kind of phase. I hate to say it because I hate the Cowboys, but uh, they're turning into like too much of like a like I feel not feel bad for you, but you're like family to me type of thing, and they need to stop doing that. I mean I remember I was listening the other day and they were saying how how um um how the whole conversation with, with uh with uh Garrett took three days to make a decision to fire him. What are you talking what are you possibly talking about? There's I no don't way. know.
0: He, I don't know. He was literally fired are you talking about in the interview. He was basically already fired by the time the season ended. And they decided they they were just weren't telling anyone like until yesterday, and it wasn't even like a big like, official everybody thing. Knew. And everybody already knew. Like,
1: and not even that they gave him like the they gave him that like respectful going out like parting ways instead of Jason Garrett's fired. Yeah, you I know. know. It was a big like, no, you you, f- you fired. You him. Know?
0: you fired him. They've been waiting yeah. years for that. Well, oh, Lincoln Riley, and it's and Dallas. Lincoln Riley. Oh, maybe, maybe they might. He I hasn't mean, said anything.
1: Lincoln Riley's a good coach. I'm I'm also here in Urban Meyer too.
0: I'm hearing that, too. I feel like, yo, that would be game change if they got any of those guys. It would, but I hope I kind of hope not, though. <laughs> <for the> Giants. <laughs> Who could they possibly go with now? Everyone's being taken. They haven't started
1: interviewing. Uh, they haven't everyone? done the
0: interviewing process yet. Do you, they think, get...
1: do you, think, do you, you think they're going to go from the fence?
0: That would be a bad We're idea, but charged? that's not even going to cost Jerry Jones' job because he's the GM, so it doesn't even matter.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he is the owner of the team. He's a GM and owner, so he can't fire himself. I mean, <laughs> he could fire himself. That'd be pretty crazy. If he
0: wanted you know, to, but. that's never going to happen, ever.
1: <laughs> I mean, you think he's going to embarrass himself like that? No. But uh, at the end of the day, bro, I really, want, I really want McCarthy, and we do. I agree with you. We need that's going to gonna
0: save him. Gettleman's job. I'm telling you right now, it's going to save his job.
1: Well, I don't know. Did we, were you listening to the Michael K show the other day?
0: I did. He said he screwed up because he thought he could rebuild and win at the same time and he he didn't know what to do. That he was he has no idea what he was doing. He
1: ever that was the stupidest thing he could ever say. You can't you can't contend and rebuild at the same time. Especially with how bad our defense is and how like horrific it is and how young we are. I don't know I don't know if you knew this or not. Well I think we're like the youngest team in the league.
0: Yeah, I think he it, it, it thought, was if I think rookies that took the most snaps this year. I think the Giants placed like second or something like that. Yeah, and, and not even that. Gettleman kind of threw uh,
1: uh, um, Tish and uh, Mare under the bus. Yeah, because he saying, said they oh, were the ones I pulling the strings and stuff. Agree. Yeah, I didn't agree to. I didn't. I didn't agree to fire Shermer. No, he that should have been fired fault.
0: anyway.
1: He should definitely have been fired. But that's how but that's how you know he's not the Gettleman, one pulling the strings. That that didn't want to fire him. No one, Gettleman didn't want to fire him. It, Kind of like gives me question marks about Gallman, like like clearly Shermer was not a good in game coach, clearly. And first of all, he shouldn't have been doing the, um, the 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 offensive play calling because obviously the offensive play calling was
0: horrendous. It's horrible. Headback draws on and third and fourteen. Yeah, right. A flea flicker on third and fourteen. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Dude, he they was,
1: know you're not running the ball on that play.
0: They had no idea who they and wanted. They the th- it was a bad time to hire coaches when. Uh, when Shermer was getting hired, I'm telling you, because it could have been uh, Schwartz from the Eagles. He was like the the runner up or something like that. It's like, come on, bro. There was no coaches at the time. Yeah.
1: I don't
0: know. They need to get I, it right with McCarthy, bro. I'm I'm ready because I just did. You see that video on him? Like Tom Pelissero did like a whole feature on him. How in his basement? I think I think it's in his basement or some room in his house. Mike McCarthy. He's still watching film on what's going on in the games right now, and he has like a whole crew with him, like old offensive coordinators he's worked with, and he's he's. He's up. He's in tune with what's going on in the league right now, so I don't think he's going to miss a step. I know that.
1: That's. I know, I know that's what I was saying before. I was like, he's ready to go. He's ready to win, and he's ready to go. I mean, like he he like you were just like you were just telling me now. He's he's in his house with other defensive coordinators, offensive coordinators talking talking football. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, you love know? that.
1: He's he's being proactive, so he's ready to go. He's ready to coach again, and and who who's better than than the prestigious New York Football Giants.
0: Yeah, well, we're, we're gonna bet. see who gets hired because he's all. He also is. I think he's interviewing with the Browns, or he already interviewed with the Browns already, or something like that.
1: Okay, uh, I, I forgot that we were talking about this too. The Browns, freaking dumpster fire, bro. <laughs> dumpster.
0: But they still have the talent. They still have the talent. Fire, so yeah. hire the right guys. I think they can turn it around. They can, but
1: dude, you fire Kitchen after one season, then you part ways with Dorsey, bro. They're cleaning house, and. and I just—they have no direction. What are, what are they doing?
0: I don't know, Who'd but I, I feel bad for Dorsey because even he—he he screwed up with the head coaching hiring, but he didn't screw up with who he drafted and who he signed. Like Baker is a good guy to have on yeah. the team. Oh, you get Odell, yeah. you get Jarvis. It's like he's—he's he's done all the right things. It's just he decided to part ways because it's like I don't know. I guess the owner didn't know what to do.
1: Yeah, I guess so. But I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see in the coming weeks. I guess we'll have to talk about that soon.
0: Yeah, because 'cause they're also interviewing Chiefs offensive coordinator, Eric I think it's to me. I don't even know how to pronounce that.
1: Yeah, who is that? I don't even know who that
0: is. I don't know either. But uh yeah, it's gotta be what? either McCarthy McCarthy or Rule. Because at least with Rule, he's a young he's uh, he's gonna work with young guys, so it's like it's my first year, we can work this out like together, but McCarthy, it's like I know how to run I know how to run this show. None of that Shermer stuff. But let's let's key, get the show on the, the road. Key, you know what I mean? Well. Yeah, but
1: the key is though—is he want—is he gonna want the king—the uh, keys to the kingdom though? Is he gonna want some—some some pull from Gentlemen?
0: I don't even know of the those two. My butt heads. To be quite honest with you, Gentleman is so stubborn. I'm, I mean, not for nothing.
1: Gentleman I don't know if you remember the interview with, with 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 Kay though. He was saying that um he was uh he was cool taking a step back or, or adjusting what they wanted to do. Please said, do, said, please do for the football giant. Gladly, yeah, so, I mean. Not for nothing, though. Not for nothing, though. He hasn't been drafting very bad. He didn't draft bad at all.
0: No. He drafted the, Saquon. This, death that there that, Jones. One, that he's one's still better questionable to this day, though. He's
1: done though. better than Reese. Yeah, but he's done better than Reese. Oh, yeah, Reese is, Reece is had, How long Reece was Yeah,
0: Reese took Eric Flowers and a bunch of other guys too early. He skipped on oh, Todd Gurley. Eric Flowers, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, come on, bro. He, he, that guy missed so many people, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I think McCarthy yeah, can help dra- with the draft mistakes. process.
1: Oh, definitely. Intellectually, the football guy—he's been around football a long time. So what I'm dead sad dead.
0: about is the fact that the Redskins got Rivera and they also got um, jo- Jack Del Rio, and now they're going to be drafting the de- for a declared today, Chase Young, defensive end out of Ohio State. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I only want to
1: talk about so the- upset. I so hate upset. it. I hate it. I hate it. That's fine. And not even that. I was kind of. I was having my hopes up. I was hoping that. Um, he was going to go back to college. I remember that the things were coming out saying he's going to go back to college. It's all good. we you know, who cares that we we're not getting the number one uh, the number one and the two pick anymore. But now he officially declared he's going. So it's kind of and
0: what's worse, stuff. the Giants beat them to lose their chances. They beat the Redskins to lose their chance in overtime. Of well, course, I know.
1: In, uh, in, it's, it's, it's been a giant <laughs> thing to do. The past, I think know, two. I think two years. is
0: staying in school. So if that's that's a loss on the the Dolphins part.
1: Yeah, that's true. But the yeah. Dolphins are gonna suck next year too.
0: All right, man. So I guess we can hey, wrap it nothing. up here for sure. I mean, if you have anything else yeah. to add, go for it. I don't really care. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, I not for nothing. I mean, you know what? The one thing I'll say, a little, a little off topic, even though know, it, it is on football. That's fine. The one team that really surprised me this year, the Miami freaking Dolphins. Surprised People you. were saying that they were gonna go defeated this year. Oh, sixteen. And they won five games. And they didn't beat no
0: crappy teams either. Yeah, and you know who led them in so rushing? I give, I give Ryan Fitzpatrick.
1: Yo, I would bring him back if I were them. Bring him back. Go 5-11 and 11 again or whatever. Maybe go worse. And try to draft Tua.
0: They signed him for two years, I think. He, so they could bring him back if they oh want they to. Oh, they did, so they have him another year. Yeah. Yo,
1: I love that guy, bro. I'm not going to lie. Even though he's been a journeyman all over the freaking country. He's, he's a balls. He is a boss. I love him. He's a good dude. He's a he's a good player, but uh, but not not even that. The the the, the head coach too. What was it, Florio? Flores. Not Florio. Flores. Brian Flores. Head coach, dude. He, I thought he lost the control of that locker room the first three weeks of the year when they kept, like 150 points. I think it was like 150 points get uh given up to like 20 points scored.
0: Yeah. And
1: he turned that he turned that chip around, man. Like I I I couldn't believe it, but. <laughs> That's yeah, football man. for you. That's why it's football. That's why they play the game. But yeah, man. Thanks so, for having uh, me on, bro. Yeah, we'll man.
0: See you again soon. All right, so we'll wrap it up here, uh, Devin. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate you. Welcome back anytime. Seriously. Awesome, man. Thank you. I appreciate. It. I love. I love being on. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Stay on the phone real quick. So I'm just gonna wrap it up and then we'll right. hang up after this. Uh, so I appreciate All everyone right, for thanks. listening to this podcast. I know it's been a little bit, but you know it's time for playoffs, and I made it just in time. But make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Franchise Tag Pod, and make sure to look at our YouTube channel at. Uh, the Franchise Tag NFL podcast. Um, you can look it up and you can find it. Make sure to subscribe, like every video you see on there. We post full podcasts and podcast clips every now and then, so make sure to do that as well. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a, a rating and review. It really helps the show. Um, and if you um, if you like the podcast, tell a friend. You know We're available on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Google Play, anything you can find us on. Um, definitely do that. Anyways, other than that, really appreciate you guys for listening, and we'll see you in the next round. See you later.